There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. Some people are admitting that they're cutting down drastically on the amount that they wash their clothes mm-hmm. to save on energy because, you know, the rising energy cost yeah. and just in general to do better things for the environment. Right. There's a story, a whole story that was written about a guy that uh, has found ways to wash his laundry less. He said basically he'd wash his laundry once every six months. <gasps> But listen how because he does he has, it. Uh, because he has a lot of clothes or he's re-wearing the clothing? He's re-wearing the clothing, but there's certain things he does. Like he says, he doesn't wear socks very often. He wears like uh, sandals or flip-flops. So okay. there's less of that. Fair. Um, but he switched to, for his socks, um, shirts, and his underwear to, I guess it's called Merino Wool. W-O-O-L, Wool. Okay. And he says because of that... He can go like every three to four days of washing those. So people are going to like desperate measures to wash their clothes less. Okay. It all started with hair. This is years ago. They say it. people don't wash, don't wash their hairs often, right? Then it went to jeans and I'm a part of that club. I'll tell you right okay. now, I wash my jeans. I Let me put it this way. I probably wear them Six to eight times before I wash them. Mm -hmm. Maybe even a little bit more. Which we already know my feelings on that. So I know you've been holding back on this. I know this bothers you drastically. Mm -hmm. What do you have to say about all this? Are you on, do you you wear anything more than once? Rarely. Maybe a jacket. Maybe like a a jacket. A jacket? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a jacket is is what I'd wear more than once. I wash my jackets once a year. What? Once a it's a jacket. Yeah, unless but you're it's still... all smoky from a bar or something. Yeah, but you're like it's like touching things. It's touch. I've got there's a barrier between me. I'm not wearing a naked. Or I have like, clothes what if on. You sneeze and you okay. You're, well, like, I try you, not are to you s- keeping track of that. Like where um, else do you? Well, there uh, there comes a time where it's like okay, I've sneezed a couple times in that coat, but maybe twice a year. No, what? I don't wash my jacket all, all the time. Right. I but go ahead. Saving energy and the environment, I can't argue that. That's a beautiful thing and it's really important. So I really, you know, that part of it is like, I get it. I get that part. But the not, like the being dirty thing, it is just, it's kind, it's just gross to me. I'm sorry. I know a lot of women who only wash their hair maybe once a week and they're like, well, it's really good for your hair. My hairdresser told me to do it. It saves the dye in your hair and all these crazy things. That's great. You know what? When you go to the gym and then you come home and you don't wash your hair and when you were sweating probably multiple days in a row at the gym or doing yard work or whatever and you're not washing your hair, 
no amount of dry shampoo is cleaning that. But what about what about rinsing it's, your hair out? There's a difference of you're rinsing it, but it's but, it's not the same. Like why not, are you using it soap? Is, it is not well because they say it's not as good for your hair. So, but if you rinse your hair, yes, some, some of those oils are still in there, but you're rinsing some of that sweat out. You are so you just think that you're living in a world of nastiness, which by the way, we, are. we kind of are, yeah, we are all the time. Well, don't touch the counter in front of you then. Well, no, I can touch it because I'm going to go home and shower and I'm going to wash my clothing. You call so me it's a clean okay. Freak. Well, I just when it comes to like my body and the things that I put on my body, I want to feel fresh every day. I want to smell no. nice, I want to feel fresh. If I wake up in the morning and I'm putting on the same outfit that I had on yesterday, I, this doesn't feel like a new, fresh, clean start to the day. I feel like I'm wearing yesterday's germs and I'm carrying yesterday. And like, that's just. You got to let go of that. You got to start wearing pants like seven, why, eight, nine, though? ten. Why? Because if your pants start fading, then I, you have to replace them more often. It's okay. You like spending money. This is no big deal. No, it's not even about that. Like I said, I can't argue the like save the environment thing. I can't argue with that, but. Your opinion, your opinion. We started with not washing our hair, and now we're like, okay, we'll find out we don't need to wash our jeans. And now we're like, you know what? Why wash our underwear? Let's let me, just let me ask you. Well, this. let's just wash our clothes. What that's like the eighteen hundreds. Have you Jesse. ever thought that maybe it didn't used to be like this, and then we got crazy with washing things too much? And you've grown Fair up enough. in a washing things too much face, so that's all you know. Fair enough. But can we do you know like way back when? I don't I don't know if this is a myth, but have you ever heard of like air baths? Where, like, way back in, like, the 1800s, people would just let themselves air out, and they're like, all right, we're clean. Like, we don't want to get that far. Oh, <laughs> it's gross. You, you are such a worst-case scenario exact, person. It might be exaggerating, but... Okay, what is the long, What is the piece of clothing mm. that you go the longest without washing? That's I would just like to know that answer. For me, it's jeans. Kelly. My favorite bra gets washed maybe <laughs> once a month. Helly, girl, why? Why? It's your favorite bra. It's her favorite. She just she what? she can't take time to wash it if Kelly. she's wearing it. Kelly, like I don't know, girl. I feel like you might as well go braless. Like I don't know. This is I can't get braless. They're too big. Okay, okay all right. I get that, but like Kelly, I don't know. Can you find that same one and maybe buy a couple extras? It's not the same. Oh, Anna, I mean, what what what's it hurt to put something on that's comfortable? Maybe give it a little spray of Febreze every now and then. And and hang on, let me clarify that. But it's not a bra I wear every day. How many times do you think you okay. wear it before you wash it? Um, probably about ten to fifteen times before I wash it. Oh, girl, I know. Oh boy, uh, I thought got- you might win Anna over, but uh, I'm sorry, you have no. failed. I just, I'm sorry. I think, th- I just don't feel like that's right. We have to clean things. We I get it. To. I don't know if I'd be wearing a bra that many times, but I've never done that. Um, underwear, I undergarments, mean, definitely not. Like underwear, every single time. Absolutely. Now, bras I, are a little different. I'm going to say that. I have but. some exceptions to the rule, and I know that Anna doesn't uh, like this, but socks. A pair of socks I wear to work. No, I'm not going to come home, take them off and be like, those aren't that bad. No, but if it's like early in the morning and it's not hot outside and I take Jackson on a eight minute walk around the block and mm-hmm. I come back and I've had the socks on just for that walk only and I've not sweat at all. You, I am not throwing those in the dirty clothes. I'll just wear them when I take them on the next walk. 
I, I'm sorry. Like, I can't. But I, you'll wear a pair of socks all so. day that you've been sweating in. Like, these well, are actually cleaner. You probably. don't always have the option to change your clothes throughout yeah. the day. But you have the option when a new day starts to change your clothes. And you should take that option. You know what I have the option we're to not, do? Not like, waste energy washing okay. things well, over and over and like over. Like, we're not camping. This is, we have washing machines. Anna, this is not an exaggeration that when I walked into work today, the first five people I saw look down at my shoes and go, ooh, somebody got some brand new white shoes. <laughs> Multiple people. Yeah. The first person was Molly over at Q102. She saw me. She, I, I could literally, I made eye contact with her in her hallway and I saw her eyes dip down to my shoes and back up. She goes, ooh, you look good today. <laughs> you look good. And she goes, I like those shoes. And yeah. then Big Dave's like, look who's got the white shoes. Then Statman. Then four or five people in a row. And I also have some lighter, lighter, lighter jeans, jeans on, yep. which I don't normally wear. So let yep. me ask you this. Do you think people are saying something to me today because they actually think it looks good and the look is good or because it is just different? Am I so predictable in what I normally wear that this is different and they're ca it's catching people's attention? Both. It's completely both. White shoes look great. White, if you put some white shoes on, you just look like fresh and clean. And, You've and never bright. seen me wear white shoes. I've never seen you wear them. But if any you know, anyone puts them on, yeah, they, they make you look good. Like I just, white shoes are just nice. What's like, my uh, normal look? Think so. If you but, could describe the Jesse Tack outfit on a typical day, it, what would it be? Dark boots, probably black or brown, <laughs> dark jeans, not like the darkest kind, but just like a, a darker wash. Yeah. And then a either a gray, a blue, or a or a grayish blue <laughs> shirt <laughs> or sweater of some type. It could be a button up. It could be a t shirt. But it's probably gray or blue. There is so much gray and blue. Those I'm are, wearing like, a gray you're shirt. You're wearing a gray today. shirt today. It's because they're neutral colors. They go with everything. I hate. I do have some colors that pop. I have like a pink shirt I wear every now and you then. Do? I do. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. I do. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's both. I think that the outfit you have on, like, it does look nice. And if any, you know, if someone else were to put it on too, they'd be like, wow, dang, you look good today. But I think the I main know. part is that it's so different. It is. That you are so predictable and you did something unpredictable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That does That's seem. what it is. That does seem to be the moments in life where people pay the most attention to me. Like, oh, look at you doing something that normally you wouldn't do. Well, you're kind of introverted and you, and you're also a creature of habit. Mm. Big time. You do, yeah. you kind of do the same things true. every day. It's true. You eat this. If someone saw you eating like a taco one day for lunch, they'd probably be like, whoa, Jesse. Wow, I can't even believe what I'm seeing. Eat the taco. Because you just eat the, you eat the same thing. You wear the same thing. Like you just, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's you do the same stuff all the time. It's predictable. <laughs> it's predictable. Yeah. All right. Well, can we take a picture of me? Where yeah, am let's I? Put it on social media at, at Jesse and. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The B105. If you want to check out the white shoes. Just remember, <laughs> words of affirmation. Just shower me and praise <laughs> us. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Okay, I've got the truth jar in hand. We're going to take the lid off and pull the question out. All righty. It is filled with questions that are meant to uh, reveal. Hmm. 
And we take turns, and it's your turn to answer a question out of the truth jar. You have to answer it honestly. And here it is. Anna, what is something that you find attractive that might surprise people? Hmm. You know what I, I think is so attractive? And I don't think this is necessarily surprising. A little bit of chub. Like a almost a dad bod, if you will. But just like a guy who's like kind of thick, mm-hmm. and like a little bit chubby. Mm-hmm. I, and again, there's, I think there's a lot of women that find that attractive. I, I do, but... There's just something about that. It's almost like a like a teddy bear kind of a vibe that it's like, oh, you're just like squishy and cuddly. So scoop like, you up and give you a big old hug. <laughs> like, you go, it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's like very um, cuddly. I don't, does that? Cuddly is it? Yes. yes yeah. Yes, yes. And also it feels warm and comforting. Like, yeah. And let maybe, me, it, go ahead. Well, let me ask you this. When it comes to that. When you, let's say there's a guy that's got a little, he's a little thick, right? Yeah. Is there something about that that makes it so it's a little less intimidating as opposed to somebody that is like in the gym five days a week and could be like a model or something? Like, do you like somebody that's a little more realistic and more approachable? Does it feel that way because they're not on Sports Illustrated or whatever? Yeah, besides the, like the teddy bear cuddly part. There is a side of me that I like to see that, ooh, he likes to eat. He's a foodie, oh, he like does I am. Love pizza. And yes, I'm we're not, if there's a night where I want to eat pizza in my bed, I'm not gonna feel guilty about that because he's not gonna be the kind of guy who's like, mm. No, we gotta go to the gym tonight. Oh, okay. We're not sitting in bed eating snacks. And I, I think that also it stems from being on online dating apps. I do see a lot of guys in their profile. There's nothing wrong with saying uh, I'm active or I like to go to the gym. That's good. That's healthy for you. That's everyone mm-hmm. should. Um, but some guys are a little extreme with it. And they're like, if you don't work out every night, then swipe left on me. Like, I'm not interested. And that, I think, is part of also part of why I find... Just a guy with some meat on his bones. Let me ask you this. Is there a certain point when it comes to attractiveness where, oh, how do I ask this question? But basically where it's like, okay, you went a little too far with, uh, like, you know, the the gut, the gut too, got too big. They're too chubby? Is that what you're saying? Basically, where it's just like, mm. oh, that person cares just a little, not enough. Like, is it usually the stomach? Is it like, I don't know. Guys seem to carry it that way. Yeah. All all my weight goes straight to my thighs. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Hey. No. Uh, I don't know, to be honest with you. Uh, Maybe if I saw, no, I mean, maybe if I saw the guy, yeah, if I saw someone, I don't know. But you know what? I will say this. Confidence goes a long way too. Because how many times have I, I've I've read girls online that said, listen, there's been times we've been at the pool and there's a guy that's not a big guy, but he's wearing a shirt the whole time and he looks like not confident. But then there's a guy that's thick, you know, 250 pounds, but he is owning it and having a great time and he is somehow more attractive. Yes. I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. A confident, just like big cuddly teddy bear type of guy. Yeah, that's attractive. I like to view myself somewhere right in the middle of those two things. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know which one I am. Th- no, I think this goes against everything that you, uh, yeah. I know. No dad bods. <laughs> Not oh, for Jess. There's a lady up in Dayton that has a uh, 10 foot tall werewolf <laughs> in her front yard. Yeah, I saw that. And, you know, she bought it back in October. She put it up in her yard, but then she, for whatever reason, 
By, by the way, this werewolf is taller than, it's, it's at least as tall as her roof. And, 10 feet, yeah, that's. Yeah, and she left it up, and there's been a complaint to the city uh, of Dayton, and essentially I think they're just going to let her leave it up, but she keeps dressing it up in different uh Outfits. Yeah. Currently wearing an American flag shirt. Well, Fourth of July is coming. Fourth up. of July. But she said she's going to be dressing it up in um, what was it a Hawaiian shirt? Maybe some sunglasses. It's a giant werewolf. And uh, my question: Its name is Phil, by the way. Aww. I love a good human yeah. name for something ridiculous. Yeah. What do you think about this? Like, I know you don't own a house, but if you did own a house and your neighbor put up like a giant werewolf, for example, would you have a problem with that? I would like to think that I'm the person that minds my business. And if it's not, you know, hurting me or, or personally af- affecting me, then I, I don't care what other people do. I've never owned a house, though, because I, I know that people have a whole thing with like the value of your home goes down if your neighbors have junk in their yard and things like that. So I, maybe if I were trying to sell my house and the person next to me has a giant yeah. werewolf, then I might it might upset me if I if the house wasn't selling because people saw that. that For there's the most something... part, it's like, dang, it's her yard. It kind of stinks that she can't just live her life. But I guess the world doesn't quite work that way. Well, when you live in a neighborhood and you have neighbors that are close, like my house is probably ten or fifteen feet from my neighbor's house. Yeah, there is kind of an, an agreement, like you. You respect your neighbors and you were like, I remember yeah. when I was looking for a house 15 years ago, my realtor was driving me from neighborhood to neighborhood. We would park the car to get out, look at a house. We'd get out and instantly she would say to me, um, well, I'm going to tell you right now, we're probably not going to buy this house. And I'm saying it based on those neighbors across the street. Look how dirty their front yard is. It's cluttered. Wow. There's things all yeah. over the place. She goes, you don't want that as your neighbor's. And I think of that when I see a giant werewolf. Like, what if somebody, what if they're her neighbor is trying to sell the house? It's like, oh, you got to deal with that thing across the street. Yeah. And that's, and that's where I can kind of see it. Cause I know my, like what you were talking about, my parents kind of dealt with that. This was years ago. So the people don't live there anymore, but it was the people directly next to them. And their, it was their job that they worked on old cars. Mm. So at any given moment, they just had their backyard and their driveway filled with these old junky cars. Yeah. But it was also how they made their money. They were fixing them. They would fix them up and sell them, but it looked really trashy. And my, and my parents were upset by it and they had to have a talk with them about it. Cause it's like, Hey, we get it. This is your job, but like you've got neighbors really close and there's just old junky cars Filling up your yard, like it looks thing. horrible. It's yeah, a, like there might be a good reason behind it, but like it doesn't matter. If yeah, like doing buy a, a shop, go buy. That was kind of my parents' thought: is like, if this is your job, go buy a, a shop then, or a carport, or yeah, like well, that would no, that's no. Carports <laughs> are their own look. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could make them look nice, but I don't know. I don't own a house, so I'm always like, oh, everyone should live their life and be happy. Trust me, it's but not that easy. It doesn't work that way. Right. There's I, all there's yeah. all these unspoken rules. Like if you're the one neighbor that hasn't mowed their grass yet, yeah. like I, I've literally come home from the vacation. My neighbor went ahead and just mowed my front yard because it had been too yeah. long. But it stinks for this woman who's just trying to have a good time with her giant werewolf Phil. Like, dress them up for the holiday. Don't normalize what she has done, Anna. It's Don't. like, I feel bad for her, kind of. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll post this photo. <laughs> this is in Dayton, by the way. We'll post it yeah. up on our Facebook at Jesse Anna B105. Aglamisi's is an ice cream shop. It's right around here in, like, the Oakley area. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, I always went there with my parents. So it's kind of like a, it has, like, a special um, a connection to it. And they're hosting this contest 
where you can design a poster. And if you win, you can win like money and then they'll print out your design on these special postcards that sell, they sell. So I'm like, oh, you know, that ice cream shop is like something special to me. I haven't drawn in a long time. That's something that I've always loved. I'm going to enter for the contest. So last night I spent some time sketching out design ideas for my poster mm-hmm. for Aglamises. And yeah, I'm going to do it. I haven't seriously drawn since I was a teenager. So I'm definitely getting out of my comfort zone. I might embarrass myself, but uh, how I feel do like you? I should do it. Are you good at like looking at a photo and then translating what you look at onto paper, like sketching it and uh, having it look accurate? Like you're copying the logo. So like, how do you do that? Oh yeah, I copy. Yeah, so that, and that's kind of what I designed last night as I copied the logo in the middle. I Yeah, I just Google it and then I just. You, you looked at it and traced it. See, I was never good at that. Yeah. I entered an art competition once. Did you know that? You did? Yeah. What'd you? Well, I didn't enter it. I was kind of forced into it in fifth grade. Oh. Teachers came in. This is like forever ago. And I'll never, they're like, we're having a contest. It's sponsored by Crystal Pepsi. And what we're going to do... I think you've told me that. I think I did. And that, like, you have yeah. to work sports and Crystal Pepsi together into a, a portrait. And uh, if you win, there's a prize. Yeah. And my idea was, uh, well, I was going to have somebody dunk a can of Crystal Pepsi. But basically, it was a guy pouring Crystal Pepsi through the net, the net, and then his mouth was under the net, and he was drinking like catching it. catching it, yeah. And I won. <laughs> I well, won the and contest. And so you won. I won a six-pack of Crystal Pepsi and some candy bars. Okay, so this was fifth grade, <sighs> so I get it. You were a kid. But do you consider yourself to be good at art? No, I don't. Do I think, think I just had the most clever idea. Yours was creative. I was okay. good. I am a creative person. Yeah. I'm not a good artist. Like, people, I am mesmerized by people that can paint, like, caricatures, they can, you know, the people that they hold yeah. the easels and somebody sits in front of them, yeah. how they have those, they can figure out the defining characteristics of somebody's face and you see it in that portrait. You're like, You're like oh yeah, good. That, that does look kind of accurate. Yeah. I can't do that. I mean, I don't think I could do that either. I, I used to be decent at drawing and I would say art, like I was decent, but if you don't do it for a long time, you don't get any better. I was never good at it. So Mm-mm. I don't know. I feel, I honestly feel a little bit nervous uh, to submit for this. Well, you're stepping out. You're stepping not out of your that, comfort yeah, zone. Yeah, it's not that good. I like, it's not like something's big on the line, but just putting a design out there for people to see. Do you know what the cash prize is by any chance? $300. Oh, that's solid. That's $300. A nice shopping trip for yeah. you. Yeah. And just to see if it were to get printed out, that'd be pretty cool. That would be, that would be actually pretty cool bragging yeah. rights, I think. Jesse, I know that you hate small talk, right? Correct. Which I think most of us do, but you mostly don't like it just because you feel that it's, what, awkward or? Awkward and pointless. Pointless. Okay. Well, I found this tip on how you can sound smarter while having small talk. If that's something you worry about, uh, all you need to do is ask that person for advice on something. Oh. And they say it's because we all, we all kind of have like an ego and if someone is to ask you for advice, you're like, wow, they must be wise and smart that they they realize that I know about this topic. Huh. So be, like it's almost that it plays into their ego that you're like, oh, will you please tell me more about the weather? Because you like you trust that they would know. That's not you the see where I'm going? Kind of. I don't know if I agree with it because the first thing. Well, it's research. So. <laughs> okay. Well, the first thing I thought of is like the instances where this small talk is taking place. So, like, um, I guess at the coffee machine, it happens a lot where I run into people downstairs. So, I guess my question would be like, 
So if you tried all these coffees here, do you do you find that one is better than the other? Because I really like the French roast. Like, yeah. uh, have you have you tried Sumatra or? <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, what do you think? Am I smarter? And then yeah, like they would really be like, wow, he realizes that I know about coffee. Oh. He's smart enough to know that I'm smart. And then I come off a little bit like a coffee connoisseur, which indicates like an upper class kind of person. Sure. I think that's your ego talking. Oh, oh that's there too. So every, oh. yes, it's, you're pretty much playing into their ego. And then I guess you could also play into your own ego as well. Have you tried the International Delight Creamer with the coffee here? Yeah. Or do you do like this generic garbage we have? Because I can't. What was your name again? I know we've worked together several years. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Try uh, it next uh, time. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Did you see that Morgan Wallen's little boy, Indigo, was bitten on the face by the dog of his mom. So Morgan Wallen's baby mom. His ex. Yeah, his ex. She has a dog. And it unexpectedly bit the little indigo. He's only two and a half on his face. He's okay. He had to get stitches. They said scars will probably be min minimal. Like, he's fine. But then it turned into a whole thing where uh, her name is KT. KT had to find a new home for the dog because mm. she said, like, I just don't feel right as a mother. Yeah, I get that. Keeping my dog in a home where my child is now afraid of this dog. And, you know, she went back and forth like, I know I could keep a, a muzzle on the dog and just keep him home, but I don't feel right doing that to the dog. She ended up finding a farm sort of nearby that the dog can live on and she can even go visit. It's a great Pyrenees, so it's a real big dog. Oh, um, yeah. It's a I was huge say. dog. Yeah. And so it'll be living on a farm where she can go and visit it if she needs to. But My brother and sister-in-law, they had a dog for like five or six years. And once it nipped at my nephew, who was a baby or he yeah. was a toddler at the time, it was real quick after that. I think he actually like kind of got him a little bit. Oh, yeah. That dog went away. Well, and she said that the dog, like it was completely unexpected. Dog's a sweetheart. It just happened. He's a good dog. Yeah. And and I think that does. My I know my sister, when she was young, uh, my aunt's dog was sleeping, and she went up to pet him, and it startled mm. him out of his sleep, and he bit my sister. Still has scars on her face from it, but... Oh, really? Um, yeah, eventually they ended up having to, to put the dog down, my which is sad. My neighbor's dog one time, I was mowing. This is forever ago. And I was mowing, and the dog hated lawnmowers. And I, I mean, I knew that, but I was up against their fence and I was mowing and the dog pawed up on the fence and bit my arm. <gasps> and I was like, ow. And I like pushed the mower and I was just like, it, I was just in shock. I think my neighbor came up to me. She's like, all right, are you okay? And I'm like, he bit me or she bit me. And it was just like this shock. And I was, I was fine. No, yeah. it was not bad. I mean, it might have bled a little bit, but it wasn't bad. Like I didn't have to, it didn't feel like I need to go to the doctor at the hospital or anything. And I'm not the kind of guy to be like, better put that dog down or get, to, no, no, never. I but would never. it was like startling. I'm like, whoa, that dog bit me. Yeah. You don't expect it to. And it was a sweet dog. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day though, they're animals. Like we can't I know. blame them for acting like animals when they do. I, I like yeah. dogs, but I'll admit that sometimes I do get just like a little bit weary of them because I, you, I don't know if they're used to me, if I'm going to upset them. So sometimes I am just a little bit scared of dogs. Are you scared of Jackson when he comes at you? Because he, what he does is he paws up. He puts his paws up on everybody to kind of stretch. I've taught him that he should hug everybody. Yeah, <laughs> no, because he hugs you. No, it, it, again, it's not, I, I like that I'm scared. I just am a little weary, weary. of it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. okay, I'm not going to get no. right up in your face. Sorry in advance about his breath. It's a little nasty right well. now. Well. <laughs>
Jesse and Anna's Emotion of the Day. This is how we end our show now. Just take a look back on the day on our show and how we feel. And uh, I'm feeling a little queasy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> because Jesse and I just took a shot, uh, like alcohol. Of yeah, Jameson in Jameson. the studio. Um, and the reason is because it's kind of a long story. But Well, the, the, somebody called, right, and said it would taste like a steak if we made the shot, he said. Right? Where were the ingredients, Hannah? Are you all right? Anna's over here coughing off the microphone. Are you okay? Um, well, there was cracked pepper in it, and okay. I think that's getting to me. It's got Jameson with a chaser of Worcestershire, Worcestershire sauce. With yeah. a lemon with cracked pepper on top of that. And the which, guy's like, tastes just like, <clears throat> to me, it tasted like Worcestershire sauce. Which, Worcestershire. in a way, does taste like a steak. Do you know what yeah. I mean? You so, could also chase it with A1. Yeah, you probably could have. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. But, but my, inside, my inside, something's going on down in, down in the pit of my stomach, right below my sternum. Something's burning right now. Well, you know? you- <laughs> I don't know if it's the Jameson or the sauce, the acid or the, or the, the lemon. lemon or the pepper. Something <laughs> is on fire down here. So thank you, sir, for that. For, for His name t- was Frank. Thanks, Frank. Shout out to Frank. No regrets, but I'm going to have to take a Pepsi when I leave here. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. I don't know if I would do it again. Uh, my emotion today, not to change topics, but is uh, gratitude. For people complimenting me at work oh today my for gosh. my new shoes. I got a brand new pair of white shoes. Would you call these sneakers? Yes. And I've not owned white, bright white shoes in at least 10 years. Yeah. And I showed up to work today with no warning and at least seven people. Every person I came in contact, contact with today were like, whoa, look at those bright white shoes. I, I, a meeting got stopped. My shoes were pointed out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, so. well, and we say part of it is because white shoes just look good. But we say another part of it is because Jesse wears the same thing every day and he's stepping out of his comfort zone. And it, people realize. Amy on Facebook said, don't switch anything. You be you. You oh. got it, Amy. That's all I've ever been. So, Me. And that's why he's got his gray shirt on today, just like he did yesterday, <laughs> just like he will tomorrow. That's so why my hair looks exactly the same as it always the does. The Jesse Tack uniform. It is. Because if okay. I don't look like this, I look like I didn't try. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.